You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com. War Eagle Auburn fans, welcome to Inside the Jungle, your source for Auburn men's basketball analysis and discussion. My name is Kyle Loomis. I'm the editor-in-chief of the E2C Network, and on this show we're going to be discussing... And Auburn lost by the score of 53-80. to 80. The Auburn Tigers fall to the Kentucky Wildcats in fine fashion in Lexington, Kentucky. Rupp Arena is not good to us. The Tigers record now falls to 18-9 and nine on the year and back at 500 in the SEC record column, 7-7. Seven and seven. So, I brought along my friend, co-host, and the owner-operator of the Auburn Uniform Database, Clint Richardson, to try to make sense of this and to try to pick him up out of the doldrums. I, I don't know that it's going to happen tonight, is it, Clint? Kyle, we may be in Disney and may have been at Disney earlier, but I am not happy. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> you should be happy that we're doing the first ever live show together because, eh, you know. I was to see you. I, I was about to I'm say. I'm not used to looking at you during this. See, now you get to see all my weird mannerisms and things I do when I'm podcasting. This <laughs> well, and you get gonna, to watch me laugh at you the that's entire time. This is true. Now I can know when I can be mad at you and things like that. So a little bit of history for us on the show tonight. First ever live show together in the same room recording. We actually have another member of another podcast in the other room, which we've locked away and will not let out because he won't behave himself. Uh, (laughs) we'll leave that for another day (laughs) Um, so let's try to make some sense of this game Clint and I don't know really where to start because you and I are having a hard time coming up with storylines here Auburn played bad Auburn sets at Rupp Arena can we please just play Georgia already well here's the thing let's talk a little bit about the history behind it 31 years that we have not won a game in Rupp Arena now, if you consider that it's Kentucky and they've been dominant the entire time through that stretch with very few off years, it makes a lot of sense. But 31 years, that feels like one of the last stretches that are left for Bruce Pearl to break. It, it really does. And Auburn has just struggled so much in Lexington. And Auburn hasn't won at Rupp, like you said, 1988, January 9th. Auburn hasn't beaten a top 10 road team, a top 10 team on the road. Since January 23rd, 1993. Hmm. So Auburn had a lot of history going against them. Plus, you know, just Auburn's trend of playing bad on the road did not make for for good basketball for Auburn tonight. And the way the game started, it, it felt like Auburn might have a chance to, to, to just make it competitive. But <clears throat> Kentucky was making everything. And it looked like it looked like Auburn was on the receiving end of what Auburn did to Arkansas yes. earlier this week. Of everything's going in, you throw up a prayer and it's making it, and Auburn just couldn't buy a bucket at a point. Auburn scored, what, 17 points in the second half? Is that what it was? It was something very low like that. It was 22, I'm sorry. But like with three or four minutes left in the game, Auburn had only scored 15 points in the entire second half. Auburn did not play well at all. And I know you want to argue me on that one, but Auburn played bad. Kentucky played great. They're playing some of the best basketball in the country right now. And once again, Auburn run, runs into a buzzsaw as the opponent is playing their best ball. Well, here, I'm not necessarily going to argue with about did they play a great game. I don't think they necessarily played their worst game of the season. We've seen that just a few games back. How about this? Can we answer this question? <laughs> Was this loss more attributable to Auburn playing badly or how good Kentucky is? Oh, uh, no, this was 
all about Kentucky. I, I'd have to agree in this, and that's why I don't feel like this is our worst <laughs> game. Because if, if you take the Ole Miss game was no doubt the worst game Auburn has played, maybe under Bruce Pearl, period. Right. If you take that game away, this game might take its place. But, again, Ole Miss, Auburn played like garbage. Kentucky, Kentucky played like fantastic. Yeah. That's just the simple end of this game. And I think we can move on now, right? Well, we can. Let's, let's, let's hold on just a second here. I know Dang. you're ready. <laughs> the thing about that's interesting about this Kentucky team is, let's think back to the first game of the season, where it's, yes, Kentucky in Auburn Arena gets a nice little lead, but Auburn fights back and makes it a two-point loss and was in position to win the game. What is the is it really just home court advantage that's the difference here or is something happened between Auburn and Kentucky that separated the two of them now? Well, no doubt Auburn and Kentucky are both on completely opposite trajectories right now. Since the beginning of the year when Kentucky got blown out by Duke, they've been upward. They've been going straight up the entire time getting better every single game. Auburn has been looking like the stock market up and down, up and down and just playing really good basketball and then really bad basketball. And, you know, you look back at that first game, Bryce Brown had one of the best halves of basketball in his Auburn career that second half, and that's what put Auburn close and made it a tight game. Bryce had six points this game. He was 2 of 5 from – he was 2 of 7 from the field, 2 of 5 from beyond the arc. He wasn't making anything. He couldn't do much. He only had – one rebound, two assists, had a turnover, but that's, I mean, he didn't contribute like we need Bryce Brown to do. Jared Harper had 12 points on three of 11 overall, two of five from beyond the arc as well. And again, just looked out of it. This was, Kentucky came in with the best game plan to make Auburn look bad. And Auburn looked bad because of Kentucky's game plan. So do you think that's attributable to their defense beyond the three-point arc? Because here's what I, I look at this. You know, Auburn doesn't have a terrible three-point percentage in this game. 29.6%. That's basically one out of every three three-pointers go down. It's respectable. It's not great, but it's respectable. But if you look at their attempts, only 27 attempts. Now, for most teams, that's still a lot by Auburn's standards. That's not a lot of three points attempted. I want that to, well, not personally that I want, but I, it's usually more closer to 40. I think they played great defense on the arc and were able to stay in the face of Jared Harper. How many times did we see Jared Harper fall down tonight and lose the ball because he was getting double teamed? It was, and he was trying his best, but he was getting double teamed. I mean, I thought Jared was going to get hurt in this game, and the way that he plays a very aggressive basketball, he, he probably will get hurt very soon. I wouldn't be surprised. I hope not, and... Yeah, don't thankfully, you start wishing that. <laughs> thankfully, we have a wooden desk in this hotel room. But, um, <clears throat> I mean, Kentucky just played such strong defense that Auburn just couldn't get any separation. Mm-hmm. And it almost looked like the, the football wide receivers in the past couple of years. So, you know, you, you're so talented, but you can't get separation to get the ball and make something happen. And that's, I mean, Bryce Brown, again, only had six points. I couldn't tell you how many touches he had, but it's probably well below his average this season. Mm-hmm. He wasn't able to get the ball and make something happen. When he got the ball, he wasn't making anything happen. And it was <clears throat> this this had to have been a very frustrating game for the Auburn Tigers, just not being able to do what they're known for. Yeah. Well let's look here at the starting lineup. We're still in the from the change from last game where Malik Dunbar got the start over Samir Dowdy. 
while I do think the logical answer to this question I'm about to ask is that you don't make a change again because this is only two games for Malik Dunbar. But what do you think? I mean, is he still the guy that you want in that fifth slot to, to start the game the rest of the season? Because tonight, zero points. He had six attempts from the field. Didn't make any of them. Uh, not a lot of rebounds. But what do you, what do you think? You know, I, I really do like Malik in that role. Um, granted, he only played 20 minutes, and he split that position with Samir. He and Samir both played 20 minutes, and they both played terrible. Mm-hmm. You know, they both didn't score. Malik was 0 for 6 on the night. Samir was 0 for 2. And, you know, you're looking for one of them to make an impact. And I still think that Malik has a much better opportunity to make an impact any single night. I I don't, I'm not the biggest Samir Dowdy fan right now. And I want him to prove me wrong. I don't think he's the biggest Samir Dowdy <laughs> fan either. To be honest, I mean, he knows he can play better than this. We've seen him play better than this. Yeah, that's, and, that's not a criticism of him. It's just being critical of his play at the at the moment. Right. And, you know, the way that Samir has been playing has not earned him a starting role. And he he could probably... We know that he could be playing so much better to get back into that starting role, to earn more than 20 minutes. And 20 minutes off the bench is... I mean, it's the best of the night for for Auburn, but it's that's not bad. When you're splitting with a starter like that, that's it's pretty good numbers for you. Mm-hmm. Well, how about this? Let's ask this question because I think we can again answer that dilemma we're having with that fifth spot based on what Auburn needs: more defense or more offense. What did you think about Auburn's defense versus Kentucky tonight? Did you? Yes, they allowed 80 points, but can we just grant that? 20 of those points are basically garbage because the game was in hand and you know they're they're basically outmatched at this point. That's kind of the way I like I choose to think about it. What did you think about it defense-wise for Auburn tonight? Well, I think it just kind of falls into what Auburn has done most of the year. They play really strong defense, but but you know they're playing 95%. Play strong and then the last second they make a shot, kind of like what Ole Miss did a couple of weeks ago. Um, Kentucky was just so good, and you saw a lot of putbacks. You saw Auburn really struggling to get any defensive rebounds, and Kentucky just took advantage of that. Um, you know, I thought Auburn's defense was decent. Well, here, I'll say this about the defense tonight. I didn't think it was horrible. I just think Kentucky was that good. And I, I, I don't think you're wrong. But also, for sake of clarity, you were driving. You weren't even watching the game. You were listening to my disgust of the game in the passenger seat. I, I saw the second half, and I granted the second half is when things got bad. And so I, I, that's kind of what I, I'm taking that into account, what I was listening to, and then what I was able to watch. And I saw two different situations, two different plays. They basically they got hit in the mouth when they came out of second half. And when you're already down double digits, but in a reasonable area to make a comeback and then Kentucky comes out and goes on an 11-0 run I think it was even more than that possibly to start the second half that's I I'm aware as a team you need to be able to work through those things but you're playing the number four team the best team in the SEC that it is right now you there's just not much you can do as a team when you're struggling to have a lot of energy to play defense I'm not saying that they well, quit I mean you know I think I think that could very well be seen as a cop-out answer. Yeah. And I can tell you right now what Coach Pearl would say. So I don't care. We want to be the best team in the country. We want to be the best team in this league. We've got unfinished business from last year. So to, you know, to, to excuse getting blown out by a 
by the best team in the conference just means that we're not where we want to be. Mm. Yeah. And that's inexcusable sure. for me as the coach. No, that's what I, Coach Pro would tell you right now if he heard you say that. No, that's a fair point. And reason I'm playing the, ad, I'm just playing devil's advocate here, trying to make some sense of what we just saw tonight. Because you know, this is this, I can already I haven't been on social media lately, but I know the angst that's on there and people saying what a terrible team this is. I'm sorry, folks. This is not a terrible team. It compared to last year, is this a terrible team? Sure, you might be able to make that case. You and I have lived through terrible Auburn basketball. <laughs> we saw the responsible party for that on the cross the side or yeah, across the you no, know, we're not even bring him up. Don't but even give him the credit. <laughs> don't even give the credit of saying his name on the podcast. So my encouragement to you as Auburn fans is remember this. It's been worse and it could be worse. You're you are a struggling basketball team right now, but would you rather struggle? I've already said this a couple times on the podcast. Would you rather struggle right now, get it fixed throughout the season, and have a great postseason? Or would you have the reverse, which happened last year? Last last season, the way it ended, very frustrating for me. Absolutely. And, I mean, the, if if Auburn continues down the track, there might not be a good postseason. Shh. We're not going to talk about that. I was trying not to make people less, you know, excited about basketball uh, at this I'm just, point. I'm just the realist, remember? Well, somebody's got to be on this podcast, I guess. I mean, you're the, the genuine optimist in the E2C Network crew. Well, somebody... Somebody's got to be the pessimist and somebody's got to be the optimist. I'm the realist. Yeah, you're the pessimist. <laughs> All right, well, let's put this one to bed. There's not much to, to talk about other than poor game for Auburn and Kentucky just looks outstanding. So we'll be seeing how, if they can continue that track going forward. Let's talk about the bottom of the SEC. Hey, Kyle, what's the good word? I don't know. What is the good word? To hell with Georgia. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear that in the background as well. The, the aforementioned party will not venture is uh, Peanut Gallery is what we will call him. Uh, you might have heard him chanting something in the background right there. Uh, but yes, we are taking on the one of the bottom dwellers of the SEC. <laughs> the cesspool of the South. Georgia Bulldogs. We're going to Athens to play them this Wednesday, the 27th, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Not a fun time to watch a basketball game. ESPNU. The Bulldogs are 10 and 16 on the year. That's surprising, actually, to me. I thought it was a lot lower than that. But they are 1 and 12 in the SEC. That one win, Vanderbilt, back before our first game with them. What are your thoughts on this Georgia program right now? Well, it's all kind of summed up in their last game on where they lose to Mississippi State as a fan throws a teddy bear on the court. So it's inter- that was an interesting exchange. We're though. in Athens, right? Uh, yes, we're going to Athens. Athens Wednesday. So, just please, just shower us with all your stuffed animals. I'd be down for it. It's I watched do it that. again. I watched that exchange, and I'm like, look, I understand it's a frustrating season for you guys. You've got the number one recruit, whether you paid for him or not, I don't know. Wow, but you, <laughs> you, know, you went there. I went there. Uh, I'm there. I'm just saying, you know, it doesn't make sense. What's number, recruiting? Number one recruit coming to a team of this bad. Maybe that's why he won. He's like, well, there's they can't go anywhere but up at this point. Here, now, we're dogging the dogs, but we're not playing so well ourselves at this point. What do you think? Are you feeling confident going into Athens? It is a road game. Auburn doesn't play well on the road. We should be feeling more comfortable. Um, Georgia sucks. Auburn doesn't play well on the road. But Auburn's played well enough in Stedman Coliseum recently. So, again, Auburn just – it seems like Auburn just needs a game – to get going. And we really thought, you know, the last couple of games with Vanderbilt and Arkansas would be something to just build on. 
maybe Coach Pearl has them throwing this Georgia or the Kentucky game out of their minds. And now with Georgia, State, Alabama, and then eventually Tennessee, maybe the, that is the run that this Tiger team needs into the SEC tournament. I think this is an opportune time for this game to come up because think about it. You just got done playing get shellacked by the best team in the SEC. You need to take on a team that you can just kind of roll over. Hopefully. That's, you know, again, we're having wooden table, thankfully. I'm knocking on some wood right now. Hopefully we're not going to have a situation that's happened too many times to Auburn where they play down to their opponent. I just don't see it. Cause it, Georgia is a team that just looks demoralized right now. Auburn still has the weapons, the ability, the talent to make someone just look like trash, a.k.a. Arkansas. So I'm, I'm still feeling pretty confident going into Georgia, unless they start throwing t- teddy bears on the court. Then, I'll, you know, then I have to run in fear. <laughs> what's, what's worse, throwing teddy bears on the court and losing your team the game, or grown men barking? I, I take teddy bears over barking grown men any day of the week. <laughs> I, I can fear the, the teddy bears more than I can uh, the bark. But we'll see what happens this uh, Wednesday in uh, Georgia, and hopefully we will not be discussing very sad things after that game and maybe beginning of a strong end to the season for the Auburn basketball team. Before we get out of here, Clint, let's give our contact information. You can find me on Twitter at TigerEye24. Where can they find you? You can follow me on Twitter at ClintAU24, and you can check out my website, the Auburn Uniform Database, at AuburnUniforms.com. That's all we have for you in this edition of Inside the Jungle. But until we talk to you again, War Eagle. War Eagle. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?